Satnam and beautiful Sovereign Woman. This week on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast, we've been talking about the inner child and we've been looking at what the inner child complex is. Also, why in today's day and age, specifically in this new age of consciousness, why we are experiencing ourselves more in these uh, deeper programs and deeper wounds that are now coming up for us to address. And today it's Friday, and I am so happy and glad that we're closing out this week with Friday's co-host, Vida de Lizzy, who's going to help us dissect and, and look at the real truth about what the inner healing journey, especially as it relates to our inner child healing looks like. So I'll have her join us here. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show, where it is our mission to empower the women of the world with the holistic tools that they need to rewire their subconscious mind, which in essence is all about inner child healing, those programs that no longer service. And a lot of the time, of course, that has to do with ancestral karma that we must break. And that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are a chosen one, especially as it relates to the ancestors, knowing that you can create some new movement, new destiny for your lineage. Welcome, Lizzie. How are you? I love you. I love you too, King. You hear me okay? I can. You look beautiful, radiant. I know, these lashes. It's the lashes and the nails. I love that color. Is that like a new color? Like, what are the, some of the hot colors that you see coming in right now? I know. Um, so I've been seeing, like, a lot of neon um, coming in. So I saw this picture on Pinterest, and it's like I kept seeing these nails, and I'm like, I have to do these nails. They're kind of summer vibes, but I'm like, I have to do them because if not, you know, I'm going to keep dreaming about them. <laughs> so you're already bringing in the summer vibe into the spring vibe. So we'll talk a little yes. bit about some of those uh, new styles that are coming in because, you know, you all got us addicted. There hopefully will be a meditation to help us with this new addiction that we can yeah. talk about a little bit later. But I'm so glad you're here because the stuff that we've been talking about this week is can get really heavy. And I think yeah. a lot of the times it can get heavy because it's so common for women. Uh, and so today I kind of just want to like have like a real talk conversation, like, uh, and really look at how do we, how do, how does what we've been talking about, which relates to our inner child programs, you know, those wounds that we've been talking about, how does that look like in life? How, what has that healing journey even looked like for you? And, uh, and maybe we can start off by me asking you, what is your perception about the current state of consciousness? Do you believe that we are all like being forced more to face uh, these these wounds or not? Yeah, so actually it's funny you say this because I just had a conversation yesterday with our other sister, Myra, you know, and I was I was just talking to her about after the, the 21st, you know, the Jupiter conjunct that we experienced meditating, I, I really do feel like uh, we've we've upgraded to a different energy. Um, that was a really powerful weekend for me. Um, it really shifted my mindset that weekend. And I, I feel like, no, we're not experiencing anything different, but our consciousness is different. Our self-awareness is different. As a unity, um, we're a little more self-aware of our emotions which in turn can turn into a positive or a negative, right? It can come as anxiety or depression, or it can come as, um, you know, more self-love and doing things um, that you might have feared before that, that you just take the plunge. Mm -hmm. um, so we're seeing kind of a pendulum, I guess, effect. Um, so I feel like we've always, this has always been there. And I say this because a lot of the times I feel like when I realize or come self, become self-aware of something, I'm like, my, my, my soul tells me, you knew this already. Mm. You already knew this. It's just a reawakening to that, 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 that knowing. Right. So it's like a remembering versus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of people say that is exactly what the spiritual awakening journey is. It's, it's undoing. It's not, right. it's not trying to gain more or especially if you're trying to gain through the mind but I think you're right I think a lot of people like would say oh I'm an empath and I can feel more well everybody's an empath yeah and I feel that 
the way we're being stimulated by so much technology, you know, the subconscious mind was what held the barriers of these experiences we didn't want to experience. So the more information we're consuming in whether that's through social media or data, you know, our brain's going to take a hit. And I, for me, it almost feels like, uh, like these barriers that blocked all those thought systems are like crumbling. But at the same time, I also think our ancestors, like our grandma, didn't have even the tools to help her heal or she, I don't even know if they even thought it was possible for them to live a different life. I don't know. What do you think? Um, no. And I, and I think the reason why is because they were on survival mode really. Um, again, it's, it's, it's all the things that I hear outside of me that I internalize and then I'm like, wow, that makes sense. So, um, I heard this somewhere too, where, you know, in, in our homeland, we were in, in a survival mode because of what whatever the reason was, right? Because we were taken out of our villages or whatever it was, right? So we, our ancestors, our grandmother, great-grandmother, they all got put in survival mode, right? Mm. And so what my parents did is they made that shift. They brought us here to the land of opportunity, right? It's already a mindset, the land of opportunity that you're coming to with a little more freedom. Mm -hmm. And so I think for us, we, we have a little more freedom. Yeah, our struggles might be different. Um, but, but I would like to recognize that though our struggles are different and, and it doesn't mean that we don't struggle here in America, that we do have more freedom. Um, Totally. And then that's why it's even said that it is the women of the West that are those that would be able to like prevent World War Three, because even though we feel that we are being oppressed right now in many different ways, of course, mentally and the heart, maybe because of fear, but we do have a lot of freedom to, to especially practice any spiritual tradition, which is amazing. You know, we, we take that for granted or other other things and and the thing is that we we need to the only enemy we ever have is ourselves ultimately right. which goes back to the whole inner child programming i think for us as well as immigrants as immigrant children uh children of parents that are immigrants first generation second generation i feel that our we're also a generation and that doesn't address these issues like you don't see as many um people in our culture color to actually have access to these type of information or or even to have like I said the belief that you could ever heal and or to even want and no judgment but to even want to not live a life where you're blaming or you're repeating these really toxic situations you know what I mean yeah yeah that's the cycle ultimately that we want to break right that's the um, going from one um, cycle to then breaking out and maybe taking that spiritual journey, right? Because it's everything in life is cyclical, right? And so, is it what? What is what is going to be cyclical to you? Are you going to choose the old patterns that cyclical journey? Or are you going to choose going into a, a different one where it's it's not the old patterns will come, yeah. right? Because it's you. You're bringing them into you, but. But you're you're in a spiritual journey, meaning you come out of those patterns a little bit faster, right? Right. right. Yeah, and that's that's the spiritual mastery where you're you're walking the talk in real life, and it's so interesting you're saying that because we have this new moon tomorrow, which is influenced. It's Pisces. It's a Pisces new moon, but there's this Neptune influence, and I heard one of my favorite astrologers say that. It was almost like you got this, you went, you went through this lesson, this university, and you failed the test, like not maybe a couple of months ago, a couple of moons ago. And now the lesson came back to see if you were going to be able to pass it or not. So things may be coming up because of that influence, that Neptunian influence. So it also makes us be foggy minded. So not ground, it's so important to ground yourself and to ask your body what the truth is because we can be very reactive right now during this time and and it's also a very mystical new moon for people that are like super creative and artsy 
this is going to be big for like a project. So it's, I don't know, for me, it's, I have found that it's learning how to be compassionate with myself on the journey, you know, not comparing myself, but also like not bypassing my own, the stunt, the bullshit stories I tell myself that, that take me back into those moments. Cause I wish I could say I never, my inner child never gets triggered again, but that's not the truth. I, I feel like the more you grow and the more you, you are facing yourself, I don't know about you, but the more it becomes scarier because you're actually now learning to live with an open heart like a child, which is scary if you've always protected yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've seen that too. It's funny because I mean, maybe it was this morning or yesterday I was on Facebook, right? And I was just like scrolling and, and like for a quick second, I was noticing people like in their pictures, but as children like how that transmuted so much in their photos and I, I could see maybe who they were as a child through their um, their appearance now and, and I really do feel like our inner child for some reason and it's the wounded inner child that's coming through um, but it's it, it, when it does come through really it, and I had texted you this morning and I said you know it, it was really my my anger with myself because I thought that I had beyond certain certain you know beyond shaming myself you know and 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 when I those thoughts come back which is to say then even more strongly that just because you take this journey on doesn't mean that you're gonna have a, a great reaction a hundred percent of the time you know or that you that things are not gonna trigger you because they will and even strongly you'll be even more acutely aware of them that maybe you won't feel so hurt when you finish the conversation or when you get home but at that moment right it's an instantaneous thing that is coming up and you're having to deal with it in that moment you no longer can push it down because it's creating physical illness mental illness and like we said this morning when we were talking about this it's ultimately the emotions are a pointer of what's going on within you not a reflection of someone else and in yeah. that we we tend to always blame someone else, a person, a experience. That's the inner child still not feeling seen, and yeah. so she. There's some people that are so karmically attached to their illnesses, no judgment at all, but they're 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 attached to that program because they don't know any better. They don't like I said. I, and I think for us, it's our, our culture, especially breaking free from those limiting especially beliefs of what we can accomplish in this world what we can heal our our our, our lifestyle right you want a strong immune system you know to make the better choices and 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 loving because i think that's one thing that's strong in our culture is that we are are a close family and and learning how to forgive each other so that you can break the cycles of where perhaps your aunts and uncles don't talk to each other anymore for you to be that that person to be able to, or even if you need to set boundaries to forgive, but let it go and be at peace where you're not taking that venomous, you know? So I, I don't know, for us, I feel like our inner child wounds, uh, they, they go deep into our psyche. And and if we don't, are not courageous enough to, to be honest with ourselves, yeah. that's what we were talking about this morning, right? So... Like, how do you do it? Because, you know, like we said, it, it, you know, the higher you elevate your frequency, the more you start to learn about yourself and those things that that maybe you don't want to accept about yourself. How have you seen this, this play out in your life? Yeah, and it's it's so relatable, everything you say. First off, the, the cosmos, because this week I've been feeling super stagnant and I know I have stuff to do and I, I know like in my mind I know what I want to do but I just creatively I've just been feeling like I shouldn't do anything like I just you know I don't want to do anything right now um and, and like my whole heart isn't in it and so I don't want to put anything out that my heart is not in it because then I'll just be doing what what I think I should be doing and not what I want to do right um so I've seen that a lot this week for me I should be more organized. I should do all these things, right? Um, 
So I, I totally feel that. I've been really feeling that this week. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, for us and our family, having to forgive each other, having to, I mean, that we just talked about that on Tuesday, right? On Tuesday, we talked about the which is, looked at the Bible and there's a verse on there that the justice will set you free, right? will set you free. Well, do this is not, it's not man-made justice. It's not justice of putting someone um, behind bars if something was done. It's not justice of, of getting back to someone if something was done to them, right? The true justice, the most highest justice is forgiveness. Okay. So I, I really felt like we needed to say that today um, because it's been something that has been coming up, right? Um, and I see it in just yesterday and this morning again, I saw that same Bible verse, justice, the highest justice. And so we, we, as we grow, we start seeing things differently and we start realizing that, that the justice is, is really forgiveness because you're freeing yourself, right? You're freeing yourself from all the ties of, 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 of what you think. She's like, I have something to say about this. I am still a child, and here's my feedback. Here's the one on the couch. Yes, the white couch, the white blanket. Here, take this blanket. She needs a blanket because she's cold. Of course. Okay, goodbye. I love you. I love you. Bye. Okay, go ahead because I just lost my train of thought. No, you were talking about justice, and this is one of the things that is people say easier said than done. At the same time, it is the biggest path to liberation and freedom. On Tuesday, we got deep into this talk uh, in our Course in Miracles study group every Tuesday inside of Satori, because there's a quote in A Course in Miracles that says, do you want to know what justice in, on heaven, in heaven is? And it just in one word, it says forgiveness. And, 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 you know, when you say those words and you think about the inner child and these wounds that come up, whether they're ancestral karmic, where have your ancestors not been forgiven for whatever they did? That's a, that's a deep wound we carry, right? In the perinatal, when you were being born, where maybe your mom was going through, how many women have had babies and then go through severe uh, postpartum depression? And More than we like to talk about. And, and so the child, you know, needs justice, which is what forgiveness, right? Or even as a child from zero to seven, you know, when I've worked with, especially through helping my children move through their own processing of emotions, it was like, you can't blame yourself from being zero to seven for saying you attracted something to you, you know, that's where the forgiveness comes in for yourself. Right. And for you did the best you could just the way your parents based on their level of consciousness did the best they could, which again goes back to what is the justice to forgive them. Right. And, and that's where it gets really deep and, and where it takes the rewiring of the subconscious mind and it takes the inner work to to experience yourself as a miracle, which is just, a, it's a shift in perception. And, and this is why there's no difficult, I really believe in my heart, there are, is no difficulty in miracles. If you even think about, and this has nothing to do with religion, but the way Christ healed, he saw the inner child, like you were just talking about. You saw, remember, you see the inner child in others. You see beyond what? the separation, the illusion that you're separate and that you, we think we need to take justice by judging others because if we judge others, maybe there won't be a God up there judging me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest shifts too. And it's, I heard it from Eckhart Tolle um, that, you know, when we start dealing with the inner you know, because when I think justice and I'm thinking, okay, well, if you hurt me, then, you know, you need to be in pain. I need to see you in pain. I need to see, see you 
because you're never going to experience the same pain that, that you made me experience, right? So you feel like I need, you need to experience that pain, which is kind of crazy if you think about it because no two pains are the same. You know, no two people are the same. Although in our soul level, we are unity yeah. consciousness, but in this 3D world, the way we experience emotion, everybody does it differently, right? And so when you really step back from that and you really think about that, and you start, like you start putting things together. Really, it is it is not to see you in pain, but it's to relieve my pain. Right. Yeah. Right. So, seeing the justice in others will never make you feel like you've accomplished anything or like you have um, been free. Right. It's the yeah. It's gonna maybe comfort you for a day or two. But really, it's the inner. Anything that you see outer really is your inner struggle. And it's your inner coming back to yourself, right? So forgiveness really is a, is a work within. Yeah. And and it's, it's scary to go back to looking at forgiving yourself in, in those moments of fear as a child. It is not easy you know, yeah. or, or going, because we also become programmed, you know, to believe we are bad and good. And again, you know, we got the parents, I believe that we choose the parents, they don't choose us. So, so we are here to learn certain lessons. And the lesson is always love. And the only way that you can learn this is through training of the mind. That's why people don't understand there's like, 11 years where no one knows what happened to Jesus. He went to go train. He met, there's a lot of people that have seen him um, traveled through Europe, I mean, India, uh, training the mind. I, I mean, I, I have to believe that, that some of the teachings that he brings is a lot of the teachings that we see in, in India and, and the yogis and, you know, the sounds. Um, I know he... Or just what it relates to me, just the sound, hearing, and we can we can also do a lot of healing through through music, poetry. Like I, I maybe because I see it more now, because I'm writing more now, and it's helped me heal. Um, but I see so much power in in healing, not not talking about our emotions because yeah that's good too right right um but more um expressing and and that's how we move the energy those emotions through energy through music through sound through and and freedom that gives you the freedom of really expressing where maybe some people might relate to it and maybe they don't but you're releasing it through an energy right, right? And, and you're trusting your experience and doing what you experience good for you, not being right. stuck to dogmas. Because if I was stuck to dogmas and doctrines, I wouldn't have discovered this path of holistic healing, which for me was very, very important. I, I wasn't, I, nothing else resonated. And, and it's not, no journey is the same. You can't compare yet there are signs and signals that other people leave as little trails that, that you can also learn from, I believe, you know, you don't have to okay. keep repeating that. I think that's why it was always, it's, you know, as, as having sisters, you know, having been able to be like, Oh my God, this is what I'm processing. And to be able to be honest, you know, it, it really helps to, to accept yourself and to be able to be with that inner child that has been feeling afraid that is because ultimately the reason we don't forgive is because we felt betrayed as a child. You know, we felt abandoned. We felt we were not seen. We were not allowed to speak our voice. Right. We were talking about this last night at dinner that it's, it's, it's more painful not to be who you are than to now, if you do this in a journey, cause it doesn't get easy. Right. It just gets interesting. <laughs> but That's all I can say. But isn't it true though? Like it is easy, it is more difficult now for you to not speak your truth than to go back to those old ways of being just completely not saying anything. Yeah, it's it's a lot more painful, and, and pain 
painful, I'll tell you why, because it's a betrayal to myself. There you go. Um, because it's a, it's a worthiness thing, right? And I've told you this before, I, I found my worthiness through speaking, speaking, <laughs> which is, you know, as a kid, I went through my own, my own, whatever trauma you want, whatever you want to call it, experience, and, and, um, you know, I remember being called the movie that I didn't talk a lot, I didn't speak, because I felt like my words didn't mean anything, and I repressed that for a really, really, really long time, right, so when I come back, and I start feeling like I need to retreat, or maybe not say as much as I should, um, really puts me in a state of anxiety, (laughs) you know, and then it gives me back, takes me back, so I, I say that with a with importance because if you are feeling anxiety, maybe there's a there's a trigger and there's an emotion. Every emotion has a reason of why it's coming up, right? So if you're feeling anxiety because of something, really dig deep and figure out what that is, really, in order to stop seeing it just as anxiety and start seeing it again as a shift, as a solution, right? Because then you get to know yourself a little better, like, okay, that anxiety came from there because of this, rather than just saying, I have anxiety today, I have anxiety today, I have anxiety today. Like, yeah, you have anxiety today, but how are, you know, well, let's alchemize that anxiety and figure out, just, just dig, dig a little deeper and each day that you're going to have to go back to yourself, you know? And that's why meditation, first of all, you learn to be, able to connect with yourself love yourself so you can prioritize yourself because women also put themselves last they don't take mental health days they don't take days for self-care i know in our lineage especially it was work hard right so it's, it's even doing the inner work to be able to have an intimate relationship with yourself where you are the priority and then instilling the tools to help you so you have preventive medicine so you don't you're not just doing it when you're sick you know a lot of people are like oh i'm gonna start meditating you know eventually because i'm sick you don't want to get to that point right you want to you want to create these habits and you want to understand that it is your medicine every day and that you are opening up the medicine cabinet every day so it's it's you know you need support for that that's why the healing journey with the community is 110 times more effective because you're probably going through the same thing as somebody else. We all have these inner child wounds and we all now also have the tools to rewire them though. That's the whole thing. Even having the faith, like you said, you know, I think something was said was like, I have no more hope. I was like, oh, that's a dangerous place to be. That is a dangerous place to be because if you even have an inkling a bit of hope, that's of course a miracle says this. It says, all you have to do is be willing to see things differently. You don't even have to do anything. I got this. That's how powerful your divinity is. That's how powerful you are. But are you willing, willing to choose the other teacher, which is the teacher of love, which is the inner child that also wants to remind you why you incarnated the stuff that you love to do. Those incredible, great ancestral traits you did take from your grandfather and from your aunt Oliva. And from all the, we, I know we talk a lot about the ancestors. We talk a lot of shit about them, but they're actually also really cool too. Don't you think? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I always, anytime I close my eyes and meditate, one of my, my grandma, Celia's on one side and my Diaoliva's on the other. Right. And they both give me strengths in different ways. Right. And we, we pull from them in positives too, because they were really, they were, you know, they were vessels for me to get here. Mm. You know, they were all, their energy helped me get to where, here, to earth, right? They all transmuted their energy so that I can make it here. Um, and and one of the things that I, I do want to say that part of the, um, you know, going through the hard days, it is part of the spiritual growth, you know, that is, that is, you, you, that is a sign that you are on the spiritual growth. Um, it's taking the decision to make that additional step of committing to yourself to stay on it no matter how painful it is, right? 
because it's it's hard to see through the end of the tunnel if there if you don't see a light, right? And it's just really digging yourself deep in and saying, I made this commitment because I can no longer live the life that I used to. I can no longer live in lack and lack of self-worth and lack of self-love. And it, at the end of the day, it's when you choose to do it for yourself. That's that that was me. I was I was there. I was in a very very hard place where I thought I had no hope. I, I literally I was like, there is no hope. There is no hope. I've been hurt. My heart has been broken too severely, and there is no hope. Right. And when I changed that view to me. What, what, me, I, I, I need to go within. The hope is not outside. The hope is inside of me. The hope that I'm looking for, the love that I'm looking for, like, I gotta, I gotta come back in, right? Because she's not gonna, my mom, you know, she's not gonna make me feel better now. How <laughs> that thing happened 20 years ago? She probably don't even remember. She don't even remember the day she smacked me on the side of the head because I did it in front of my friends because I based on our, our perception and what we think happened. And I heard these stories so often where the kids, especially they remember that traumatic experience, they go back and face the bully or the person. They're like, I don't even remember that. Like, what are you talking about? But to them, you know, it was the life changing moment that gave them all of the traumas and they remember that book. times we can't remember everything that we felt that wasn't just you know and because it starts from things we can't even recall but 
bottom line is it lives in our system and a lot of the times they just do come it's not like you intentionally in meditation go let me pick out because there are meditations like for inner child but people get so like anal they start to just get so attached to the outcome that that in itself ruins the healing journey i think i love the way you've been really you have you have been relaxed with it you you do what you can you're compassionate with yourself which is, is also a sign that you're not pushing against life you don't want to push against like your meditation practice either but this stuff does come out you know i for a long time when i was doing that inner child meditation because i was doing it for like a year i mean i went into stuff of like that i didn't even remember as a three-year-old as things that that would just come up and it wasn't like uh, I went back and changed it. I just felt it. I, I yeah. and I cried, and there's still always new things to discover. But the difference is like how you respond. Like what you were saying now, you know, you are intentional with taking the moment to then. I intentionally talk to my inner child because I see my inner child. I don't know why, but she's this picture when I was in uh, first grade, and I'm missing like two teeth at the front. And my dad was the one that would take care of us, remember, because he was at home. He had been, he had hurt his back. And I had, like, a crooked two ponytails. Yeah, I remember that. One picture. like this one. That's how I see my inner child. And, and yeah. I can go back to her and be like, oh, my God, girl, you were, you were so enthusiastic about life. Like, just go, you know? And you can do that. You can protect her. I've done that in my meditations where I've been with her in school. And it's been kind of cool. But it doesn't always happen. Like, it's, it's more, most of the time, you just your meditation what happens is you give some oxygen to your brain and you start to energetically change your emotions which then allows you to be with acceptance with all that is i don't know that's how it's been for me what about you yeah um so for me honestly it's been because i've been really hard on myself on doing this you know, okay, well, I have to meditate at this time, right, and not, not just when I need it or when I'm feeling anxiety, but I'm actually, which I, I heard a talk by, again, Eckhart Tolle, I've been really me listening too. to him a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's really been relaxing me. Like, I go through these phases of, of just, like, um, where uh, spiritual, you know, teachers that I go and listen to. For a while, I was listening to Thich Nhat Hanh, which mm. he's, uh, he's very soothing to listen Can you imagine somebody that just sits there, meditates, goes into states of peace, and then comes out and starts fighting everyone and just starts, <laughs> starts <laughs> like, no, okay, you got to integrate. And if it does happen that right after meditation, you're like guided to go kick some ass, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, say, feel what you feel. But typically, the reason you start to train your mind, your nervous system to slow down, right? You start to give 
uh, space. That's how healing happens. You allow yeah. the space to, to guide you. And I think it's also awareness of yourself. That, that's the biggest thing, especially with what we practice inside of Satori. It's, it's the mother of awareness and why. You know, even to be successful in this world, whether you're talking about relationships, business, to heal your inner child, you have to have self-awareness. You, you have to call out the repetitive bullshit programs you tell yourself about why you can't forgive or you won't forgive or the truth about what, especially if they're repetitive, this is why I take, I always say it's overachieving women that are attracted to our community. Why? Because they're aware of these repetitive programs and they realize that, you know, that's, that it's time for something else to change which is themselves versus everything else, the people, you know, around them. And that, and that takes, I think it takes courage because we, like I said, whether it's because of your karma or you're just not ready to face yourself, which is not easy. I'm so glad that you shared that, that at the beginning, and usually it's not, I mean, it's not a honeymoon. So I think a lot of people are so hard on themselves because they're like, well, I can't relax. If you even can tune into your body for, 20 seconds you're already winning <laughs> ahead of the game i don't know what about what do you think oh yeah definitely yeah i mean we have this 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 thought that and i and i get it often and and it's like well i can't quiet my mind well well that's like that's okay and that's why you sit down and you sort through your thoughts in the mat like it doesn't mean that you completely empty yourself out and that's gonna happen you know, after two meditation sessions, like that's not, uh, it's just connecting with your thoughts and, and your emotions to know, like, okay, today I'm feeling this way and I'm gonna lay, like, there's sometimes that I'm laying down on the mat and I fall asleep. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I just turn on meditation music and then I'm on the mat and I fall asleep. There, there's sometimes where, and I, and I don't do like the, you know, like the hands up or a specific Korea. There's times where I literally just, you know, and, and open or it's the intent really. And that's really what we're going to be moving into. I feel, um, where is your intention? And, and if your intention is not, um, genuine and it is not uh, coming from a place of yourself, that intention is going to be swayed very easily, very, very easily. So, and, and people will, will see that. And so it's, where is your intention coming from? Right. Um, and that goes the same in the mat. When, when I sit down on, for yoga or for meditation, if I don't feel it that day, I'm not going to force myself. You know, I just can't. I can't force myself because I know that it, it's going to be cut short. Or, you know, sometimes I'll be sitting in the yoga mat and then Penelope walks in or someone walks in and they're like talking. And, I, and then I just, I'm like half eyes closed, half open, but I'm like, the music's still playing and then eventually she'll just sit on my lap and just like and if that's it you know the what you're bringing out instead of feeling like oh my gosh i need to meditate and you need to go and you know mm-hmm. and you quiet you know but there is times where you and where you do say okay no you know okay i i do need my time now and i need my space now and look listen mom needs this okay but it's, it's, why do I do that? Because I know myself and I, you know, before I'd be like guilty, like, oh, you know, I have to do all this stuff. And Penny, you just need to give me five minutes and my guilty consciousness is already playing. Like you should, why are you kicking your kid out of your room? Yeah. Right. But it's because I'm setting a boundary for myself. Yeah, yeah. I know myself enough to say yesterday we spent all day at the zoo. Right. And so today mommy needs to get her shit together. She needs to get stuff done. <laughs> like, no Girl, guilt. Exactly. This is life. I'm sorry you're having to learn this at six years old, but this is life. You know, you gotta create balance. And today, I'm saying this is what I got to do today, girlfriend. Right. Without any guilt, and and I'm glad that you described this because this is literally the journey. And yeah. I think that people also like expect like oh even for me like oh because i'm a teacher you know she meditates every day at four o'clock in the morning it's perfect she doesn't have any thoughts she lives a peaceful life she doesn't have I any can emotions say that is not true right <laughs> now. Friend, buddy. 
wondering. I am, you know, but I am kind of one of those rare that's here to break the stereotypes. So I've got to do, I got to stay on the rebellious side. It's not, I was, it, this life chose me. I did not choose this life. That's all I will ever say. But it really, you know, the, the one thing I will tell you is that it is progression and you do like, I never thought I'd be a person who likes to get up at four o'clock in the morning and to meditate. Like I never thought I'd be that human being. I wanted to be that human being, but now I actually look forward to it. Do I do it every day? No, actually Diane posted that she was going to get up at four in the morning so in our community. So I got inspired yeah. and I didn't do it every day. The days that I did do it, of course, I posted on my story so I could show off, but I don't do it every day, <laughs> you know, but I do now wake up every morning and I don't do anything before I do my meditation because, and I don't even want to get anal or attached because then you have another problem. That's the whole thing. You have to be compassionate with yourself. The, what you're describing right now is a sovereign woman who allows herself to have grace and who doesn't push against life. Because I was doing the opposite. Last 2020, because of everything that was going down, I had a two-hour practice. I had to practice it like this. I literally was so hard on myself that I was I was getting to the point where I wasn't even really being intentional with my meditations. I was just brushing through them. And it's like going to the gym. You know how they tell you you have to make the mind-muscle connection? You know, I always remembered that. I was like, well, then if I'm rushing to him, the meditations are worthless. If I'm just like, oh, just doing running like a robot again. So, yeah, you have to really learn on this journey. First of all, that it's preventive medicine and that we have a lot of inner child programs and that the more you grow spiritually, the more you align yourself to beautiful relationships, the more dismantling of the nervous system you're going to need to do. So it's not like, oh, you healed, which there is a great program that I take you through to the Sovereign Woman Academy. And I wish I could tell you, you become enlightened after the eight weeks, but I have not achieved that mastery just yet. But you know, yes, you're, you're going to transform. You're going to look at those inner child wounds and then it's up to you. Are you going to show up? Because you know, the women in our community that have the higher success rates, you know, they're, they show up and do the work too. That is true though. Definitely, oh, it is, okay. and and we all do it differently, and our successes all look different. But we're we, I I really feel in our group we're like a unity consciousness. Like totally. we really connect on a different level, not in this realm. It's a different realm. I really do feel. I and I feel like okay, coming out here, like I feel okay. I sound crazy, but <laughs> but they really get me. You know, they really do understand me, and I can bring feedback back, and they'll they'll be receptive towards it. And that's such a beautiful relationship to build, especially with women, yeah. especially with women, because I will say it, it can be done. It can be done. And it is times 10 more powerful than any relationship personally that I've experienced. And I knew this already because of my relationship with you guys. I've never I've had other relationships, but when I have relationships with, um, like, with you, my sisters, um, I know the importance of it. I yes. know the importance of forgiveness. I know the importance of not taking things too seriously. I know the importance of fight and then talk in two, three days of maybe feeling a certain type of way about something and then coming back with a total empty plate. I know that because I know that I've needed you guys as much as you needed me. Right. And there's been times where I, I literally. Disappeared into nothing. I know the power of, of that soulmate, you know, for me, soulmate, I'm talking about my girls. Like that's what I'm talking about. You know, that's, the relationship really that we build in our community yeah and and it's so powerful and it, and it also takes dismantling of the nervous system for us to even be vulnerable and, and share you know in the classes a lot of the times I know a lot of the times people don't ask questions because they're also afraid to because it's a we haven't been our nervous systems haven't been dismantled in 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 you know we've been separated for so long and with or we're still processing exactly and 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 it's so cool to be able to see like other women oh yeah they're going through this or they went through this like so much of the stuff that y'all share i'm like holy shit that was for me that was something i needed to hear today I know, <laughs> and I, I don't think myra will be 
upset that I say this. No, no, but no, no, no. She, I, I was with her yesterday and she said, the reason I didn't talk on Tuesday is because everything you said really was hitting me. Mm. Like I was very emotional about it. So even when we don't hear the yeah. speaking, even behind the scenes, it really and she, and she was like, I just, I couldn't even come up to say what I needed to say because it, it hit me so hard, what you guys were saying on Tuesday. So even when we don't, when we think that they're not speaking, speaking it's never because it doesn't relate. I know. But maybe, and that's what I told her, I was like, okay, so now I should know that, you know, if we stay quiet, it's because it's really like, uh, like, you know, tugging at us. A hundred percent. I I get the DMs later too. They're like, dude. Okay. I'm like, okay. But you know, I'm I'm always like, anybody want to talk about it? <laughs> like, yeah. like, no. Nobody wants to talk about it. No. But you have the space there to be able to because, like yeah. I said, for me, and I really when the whole because you know Satori has been here forever since like 2008, yeah. and we all thought about this a long time ago. And just funny how it all developed and everything. But it was the sisterhood part too, because, and even through my Kundalini Yoga therapy training, they community is like such a huge part of the healing journey. Because when you are sick, you don't want to be around other people. And that, that your mind, you alone in a state of a vehicle that is not doing well, oh my God, that's detrimental. Because the mind is, that's what created the illness. So it's going to attack you more. You need to, even if you see other people that are crazy, that's good for you. As long as you know that they're there for you. And it's just right. And I love that as women, we're doing this too, to break all of that stuff that has been pre-wired in this. You know, all of us, the only way to do this is hanging around other women. That's the only way. That's the only way your nervous system is going to change. And then we can attach our nervous systems in a powerful way. Like, you know, Lynn McTaggart, who I always use as an example, she writes, these amazing books, ladies, you guys can find her on YouTube also, uh, The Field. She does a lot of work with uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton. And they do these experiments where eight, eight people get together and they meditate on one thing, an intentional. We use a mantra and, and Kundalini, but, you know, we always ask for if you need prayer or whatever is needed. They, they've changed, like, they've healed people through the meditation, but also they changed, like, crime rates you know we as women we come together we're freaking powerful we're 16 times more powerful than men more emotional which there's never too much too much emotions so okay so inner child like all this stuff came up i um the other thing that you mentioned which i thought was awesome was stuff was returning and uh, to people's consciousness we were talking about this in our community and i was just saying how it's like hey this is a lesson did you learn it so you can pass where do you think that, and I guess we can close out with this, where do you think is the biggest like hurdle we have to like transcend, accept as it relates to this healing, to this type of specific of uh, healing of inner child? <laughs> um, my goodness. I, it, it always comes back to the same thing, doesn't it? Where you have to go within. Um, you have to stop trying to find justice by, by others. Um, Form and I really do believe this in my soul is getting through the gates of heaven every way that we can we're back here. But yes. um, like you have to forgive. Um, you're going to have to forgive whatever happened to you as a child. Does that mean that, that you allow? No, right? Because ultimately the boundaries that you create are, are all going to be within, right? We, although we'd love to believe that we create boundaries outward, boundaries for others really we do them within right knowing when to walk away from a situation is a boundary you're creating for yourself knowing that you shouldn't listen to certain things because they trigger you that's a boundary you're putting on yourself knowing to get off of certain websites because they bring a certain type of emotion to you that is a boundary you're creating for yourself everything in the outer world will, will still be there the darkness and the light, it's all still going to be there. And we're going to be more aware of it now. We're going to have more access to it now. There's going to be stories that are going to trigger us more. Um, so what are you doing for yourself to create boundaries within yourself, right? Um, not in the outer world, but within. Um, and what does that take? It takes you knowing yourself really fully. And 
triggered by uh, different race women. I mean, I was triggered by white women, right? And I had to really come within myself and and really dismantle that belief. A very difficult thing that I had to do because I always saw myself as loving to all, but I held I held this this thing in my heart that that just I couldn't even be around a, a big group of, of, I would just feel so self-conscious, right? And that's something that I'm still working on within myself and trying to find boundaries. So rough, hard things that you don't really want to even say out loud sometimes. I know you guys experience this as well as these thought patterns. And really, the boundaries is, is for inner self work for anything. Think of it this way. The boundaries you wish you knew as an inner child, God is giving you that ability to realize them now mm. and, and live them now. So maybe the helplessness that you had as a child, God is giving you that ability to do that right now. Mm. But you're never going to be able to get there if you do not go back to those wounds. Now, mm. don't stay in those wounds, right? But you come back to yourself day and you create those boundaries do that for your child your inner child six ten fifteen years ago that you wish you could have and you have the power to do that now mm, that is so powerful because that's the only way to truly understand and those again it's the whole forgiveness when you hear that you heal here enable but no it takes so much wisdom and spiritual strength to create these boundaries based on how you want to be treated period period without and again you can't get those answers from outside of you that's the whole thing that as much as we look for the healer outside of us the guru we want someone to read us our cards we want all of these different things and the truth is is that your inner child has all the answers for you if you're willing just willing to be with all that is at that moment in time and and that's how you get strong because i do feel it's a it's a muscle that you strengthen the more that you learn to set these boundaries like self-efficacy we're talking about this the more you know and you know who you are you do the inner work you connect to your soul you start to learn to accept yourself you're able to say this is in my alignment to my frequency and this isn't and 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 it takes a lot of courage to do that a lot of courage so i'm so glad that you it's so interesting because i didn't even know we were going to talk about this but the theme it's so interesting because it is the truth though the theme here ladies as we wrap up this week about talking why the subconscious mind now is showing us our our inner child wounds i i think we can both agree that the theme has been in any type of inner wound that you might be dealing with, whether you have identified that it is ancestral perinatal, or you know that it comes from your mom, or you know it comes from your dad, that it really, the truth is, is learning how to forgive. And scientifically, learning to do the inner work, understand that holistic methods of meditation can help you stabilize your nervous system, can help you create new neural pathways in the brain, so that you will create new programs. And these programs we know as miracles, spiritually, metaphysically, why? Because the only thing we can change is our perceptions. And we can change our perceptions to the point where we learn to set these energetic boundaries in strength and sovereignty. However, we free ourselves by realizing that ultimately we only have to forgive ourselves and and ultimately it's just about accepting all that is. That's 99% of the journey, except, except, except. The highest form of accountability. The highest form of accountability, yes. And it's not, again, you have a support system of you, you know, we're all only a a DM away. You can always DM me if you have any questions or anything like that. Uh, You can find out a little bit more about the STBC method and take my free training. I just actually updated it. I was working on that all day yesterday. But I may, I concise it to really help you understand what the inner child complex is, how it shows up, and more importantly, the mistakes to avoid on the journey. It'll help you understand what, uh, whether this uh, energy work is for you, because I definitely, like I said, it takes a lot of courage. You have support from a community. 
I also um, just detailed out exactly kind of uh, what you can expect through this type of inner work because I'm so glad, Lizzie, that you were so descriptive. I, I think I can relate to a lot of what you said, and I think it's important for us to understand it, it does take courage and, and it's not going to be a honeymoon per se, but you'll, you'll have a support system and you'll be able to use specific tools that work. That is one thing I do promise you, whether uh, you believe in them or not, they do work. So check out the training. Uh, you can learn a little bit more about that and just stay tuned. The Academy is coming up. That's the group coaching program. That's a little bit more intimate. I am taking tantric healing sessions. If you need a one hour healing session and we can sit down for coaching and therapeutic type of session, we pull your tantric numerology report, which we all know we have a sadhana. So that's going to help you begin your own uh, healing journey. So you can find all of these links in my bio, as well as down here if you're on the podcast. Now, I also want to hear about the nail bundle sets. Okay, so Lizzie is an artist. And tomorrow, are you actually releasing anything tomorrow on the new moon for your uh, nail designs? Or how are you doing on orders? <laughs> You've been slammed. Yeah, I know. So tomorrow, I'm actually, I'll be, I'm working today proud these look at these bad boys not one has been lost and i love them uh, those are really those are my okay. favorite they're like a flow like i don't know they're just like perfect they're my favorite really they, i was so proud of those when i made those yeah um, but yeah my bundle says also i'm doing nail piercings too oh see, so. how cool is that so if you're feeling a little like extra and you want a nail piercing on your nail i do nail piercings now that's amazing. Oh my god, I'm gonna on the top. Let's do the nails. Just do the nails because that's super cute. I love that. I love that color. You know that I'm gonna probably request that. So, <laughs> I know, and you know what I love actually, and one of the things that I'm gonna be working on is because I always thought I can only wear a certain color, I always thought I should stick with nudes, I should not be wearing bright colors, and I don't know if anybody else feels this way too, but. I always thought that a specific color was meant for me and that I could not, like, I shouldn't be wearing bright yeah. colors because they don't look good on my skin. I shouldn't be wearing yellow because that doesn't look good on my skin. So I am really, like, pushing myself to do different colors, buy different colors, and then wear the different colors so I can show that actually you can wear any type mm. of color. I would have never worn this color before because yeah. I would have said I'm too dark for the pinks and the oranges. Yes. But I really, really love the the color. So I'm pushing myself to that too, so you guys can see actually if you ever had that inkling, like I shouldn't do that color when you're at the nail salon because it just doesn't go with your skin. Right. Well, I'm here to prove <laughs> not right. And you can actually wear any color you want to wear. Hell yeah. I'm so glad because you're like a little bit darker skin, so you'll be able to give me ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So you do have the best ideas, though. Typically, I'd rather just ask you, and, and she comes up with some really neat designs, which I think right now, what are you saying, turnaround time? Like, 
it's about a week right okay. now. I'm, okay. I'm pretty busy, so I, I used to be able to do them within two to three days, but I, I don't want to yeah. um, promise you something that's just not happening for you. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of issues with with them, with um, the USPS that I, I that we received. Uh, a lot of the packages are like not getting uh, delivered as fast. I don't know what it is, and maybe it just it's in different states, but I've been having some issues with USPS taking a little bit longer. Ooh, so many people are now doing so many um, stores from home and I stuff like that. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Well, it's a good time to actually begin your business. I think that's amazing. Yeah. So glad that everything's uh, working out together. Where can they find you too? Like where we can see the signs. Yeah, I'm at uh, Vida de Lizzy. So V I D A D A Y D I A. And Lizzie with two C's and a Y. Um, you can find stuff there. I'm going to be coming out with a couple of things for spring. I've got spring colors. So I just have to swatch them, put them on nails, and then come back to them again in spring colors, which is mm -hmm. kind of what is coming. How fun. Okay, I can't wait. I'll be on that stalking that page. So yeah, make sure you guys follow her there as well. And of course, don't forget to also follow our private community page at Sovereign Women Movement. That's where I post what is happening inside of our communities. You get to learn more about the SWC method, Kundalini, psychotherapy on steroids that we call of course the miracles and then just you know stay up to date tomorrow we have a new moon circle with lupe terrones zodiac by lupe so we can set some new moon intentions ladies it's a very magical new moon so let's uh face ourselves let's sit with mother earth today ground ourselves really really important you can check out my youtube channel if you want to pick up uh, any meditations but ladies it's really time for us to bring the healing fully home so thank you so much for being part of our community Love you all so much. Love you, Diane. Thank you all for being here. Let me see what I missed. Thank you guys so much. Love you, Janet. Love you, ladies. Have a blessed weekend. I'll see you next week pre-equinox. See ya. Wait, what time is it tomorrow? Tomorrow is at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Have a blessed day. I love you all. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.